Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Touchdown at 10 each and every day. 10 o'clock, we talk about the great game of football and all its glory. It's appointment listening for you, and we appreciate you joining us and right now we go right to the betql hotline as we are pleased to be joined by dave mason the sportsbook brand manager for bet online for quite frankly the biggest sports weekend of the year dave pete medhurst chris russell here in dc appreciate a few minutes this morning how are you i'm great busy but great no doubt about busy that. Busy is good, Dave. A- yeah, amen to yeah. that, especially at this time of the year. Dave, look, we know it's one of the busiest weekends of the year, but it does it just doesn't happen right now for you and all of the folks. And, and let's face it, it, it takes an army of people to pull this off um, you know, mm-hmm. successfully because there's so many things that go into it. Just what do you do in the weeks and months leading up to this, because you know the traffic is going to be like anything else you've ever seen to make sure that the technology works and to make sure that your customers have the best experience this weekend as they certainly have a lot of fun uh, with uh, one of the great sporting events in our country. No, absolutely. I mean, we're an online company, so, you know, technology is is so important. I mean, we're an IT company pretty much just as much as we are a sports gambling company. Um, so yeah, I mean, you have to have your, 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 all your servers ready to rock and, uh, make sure your payouts are fast. And, and, uh, it's not, it's, it's our Super Bowl too, right? This is, this is, uh-huh. we'll have more, we'll have more active and more betters on the site Sunday than we will the other 364 days a year. Last year was our biggest day in the history of the company. And we're on pace to beat that this Sunday. So, so yeah, I mean, our, our, we had the fastest payouts in the industry. Our, our payouts team works 24 seven. They don't work banking hours like uh, other sports books. So they're eating their Wheaties right now. Cause it'll be the biggest payout Win or lose, it'll be the biggest payout um, day Monday night, Monday morning and, and Sunday evening. So we're ready. Yeah, I, I can confirm all that because I use Bet Online all the time, and I just, just matter of fact, I pl- just plunked down twenty five dollars and minus one and a half on the Eagles, uh, which is the first bet that I've made for the Super Bowl. I was planning on spending some time tonight and tomorrow, kind of surveying all the props. But I notice you have. Um, 237 markets, I believe, is uh, is what I see listed on Bet Online right now in terms of all the prop bets and all the different things. Is uh, I haven't made it through the full list, Dave. Is that just team props, or is that 
individual, like Jason Kelsey will have, you know, this or or Travis Kelsey or whatever the hell Kelsey yeah. is, will have will have that. Is that just team props or is that team and individual player that, props as well? Yeah, we 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 have way more than that. Okay. I mean, you might just got a sheet of the most popular ones, but but uh, I mean, when you come when you're talking about the exotic props, like right. all the halftime national anthem, all that stuff, uh, you know. Um, uh, the cross sports props, and then you have all the standard player props over under on passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, how many touchdowns. I mean, it's in the thousands, and then you then you can combine a lot of those with same game parlays and and matchup props, and and it's in the I don't even it's infinitesimal with all the different combinations, but but yeah, for the exotic props, which are always so popular for the Super Bowl. No one has a longer list than we do. I mean, we just have a good marketing team. Those usually come from the marketing team. We'll, we'll send some of the ideas and send right. them over to the odds guys to come up with the math. But, you know, those odds guys aren't the most uh, creative people around. <laughs> so the, the marketing guy, the marketing guys come up with the ideas. They roll their eyes and come up, come up with some numbers. And then we it's a little team effort there. All right. Well, so that kind of answers my question. But I just want to double down on that. So a, a company like Bet Online, which, you know, um, my understanding, and I, I don't know as much as everyone else does about the gambling industry or whatever. It's kind of still new to me. I'm still learning uh, over the last couple of years. Like the the lines in Vegas, they're, I, my understanding is like a lot of the books use like a company that sets the lines and whatever. You guys do your all your own stuff, right? It, like all of these props and all of your normal like night in, night out, college basketball, NHL, NBA, NFL, whatever – you guys do all that, or do you use a service to kind of set the lines? Uh, it depends. That's a good question. Depends on the sport. Depends on the market. But let's talk like the Super Bowl spread, for instance, which is the biggest. Um, we'll set that. You know, we we came up with our own line um, right at the conference championship. We usually ninety percent of the time open the lines before any other any any of our competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the major North American sports, you, you know, do. football, basketball, you do. We yeah. get we get that every Sunday night. Jimmy sends that out to <laughs> us, and we love our guy Jimmy Shapiro. I mean, he's on top of that. I yeah. can tell you that much. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we open them, and then you know, but I'm not going to lie. You know, when the competitors open them, we we take a look. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? And, and we if, if there's 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 different books. There's books that are respected, tape sharp action, so they're going to have sharp numbers that we respect, the betters respect and we respect. And then there's other books that are just, you know, public marketing companies who really are just following what we do and what these other sharp books do. So we don't pay attention to what they're offering, right? So, you know, we'll open our numbers, we'll adjust accordingly, sharps will hit it. So the sharps hit it, we'll we'll bet it into we'll move it into place. And sure, if another sharp book opens and they're a point off of us and doesn't mean we're gonna move it, but we're gonna pay attention to it. But you know, the props, yeah, well we're, we're all this exotic stuff, this is all coming from us. You know, other books might open different numbers, other companies you know, I, I have a friend who works at another book, and he says he just copy and paste ours. So, you know, <laughs> there's a little bit of steel in here and there. But for the most part, we're originating most of our stuff, absolutely. We're talking with Dave Mason, the sportsbook brand manager from Bet Online. For you guys from a business standpoint, Dave, what's better? A game like this where we have two incredibly good teams or when you have one team and maybe a Cinderella where clearly coming into the game, that good team usually ends up around a six-and-a-half, seven-and-a-half point favorite What's better for business for you guys? That's a good question. I mean, Super Bowl, 
Super Bowl sells itself, right? It, it uh, you know, it, like last year, everybody lost Cincinnati's in it. You know, the small market team. Well, that was our biggest Super Bowl we've ever did in the history of the company. That was our biggest betting day in the history of the company. So, Super Bowl kind of sells itself. That being said, um, closer the spread is to a pick'em, usually the better the action. Once you start getting that, you know, those high spreads, people kind of because people like to bet the favorites, right? But once the spread keeps getting higher and higher. It's like ah, they stay, they they stay away, you know. Like the the national, like the Georgia national championship games, those kind of games, Georgia games, like all during the year, mm-hmm. they just don't get a lot of action unless they're playing Bama because they're always a thirty point, forty point favorite, and people don't want to take the dog because they're going to get killed, but they don't want to lay forty points either. So, you know, for a Super Bowl or, or an NFL game, the closer spread is to pick up. Usually the Biggest games that get the get biggest action are like right around three points. Um, but the seven point games, they might not take as much spread action, but they'll take a ton of teaser action because mm. people are teasing that seven points down to you know minus one or a pick them or whatever. So there's a lot of moving parts here, so it's kind of hard to put your finger on it. But the one and a half might kill the te- it might take your teaser action down from a seven point spread, but you'll get more spread action. So give and take. Is there a team prop? a team prop that generally does way more action, whether it be this year's Super Bowl or even a week and a half ago conference championship, that like betters always hop on? Uh, or is it kind of spread across the board, meaning, you know, first half total, uh, fourth quarter mm-hmm. total point, you know, um, team points per game, team points in the first half. Is there one that generally jumps out and sizzles? Um, they they all get good action. I mean, you know, the second half and the second half line, first half lines. They they everyone really call them a prop. They always get a ton of action. Those second half lines get a ton of action. Absolutely. Um, when you're talking about all the regular props, the player props, uh, you know, the bigger the name, the more action they get. So the Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, over under, but usually most of the cash is on the over. Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelsey, all those props, player props are going to get the most action. Um, MVP props. That gets a ton, absolute ton. First touchdown score, that gets massive action. But, you know, even small stuff that aren't, aren't really team props, I'm kind of going off track here, but stuff like a coin toss, believe it or not, right. just gets insane. Everybody has everybody has a couple bucks on the coin toss. Might not do a lot of volume, but it gets a lot of bets. Yeah, same thing on, like, the national anthem. Like, I, I, I don't remember this from maybe more than five years ago, but now everybody's like, oh, the national anthem, we got to wait to see the audition, then we find out, then that yeah. leaks, and then it's, like, set usually at, like, 2.05. <laughs> I don't know what you guys have it at. Uh, but does it do, – well, all right, actually, that's a good one. Does it matter the genre of the singer – when you set the line for the national anthem, because like some people are saying, well, because it's Chris Stapleton and he's slower and he's a country music guy, as opposed to an upbeat, more Mm -hmm. up-tempo type singer. Does that matter or no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we set the line at two minutes flat, which is kind of high. Usually at over under is right. The average is right around a minute, 55 seconds, give or take a second or two. Um, so we set it at two and I got bet up immediately to the two minutes and seven seconds. Um, but yeah, that that's without a doubt part of the reasoning going, okay, it's, it's a country singer. It's going to be a little bit longer and drawn out. Um, but that being said on the counter at, you know, this these are kind of conversations we're having between us, you know, some of those, the, the more pop people, 
will will string out that last brave mm. a lot longer. So that was kind of too. I, was he going to be one of those braves that go on for ten seconds? I can't see him doing that. So who knows? You know. But that's what makes part of the Super Bowl fun. On our part, you know, we're, we're you know all the player props and all that. Okay, they're important. They're great. But we have our computer models for all that. But this is when it's like, okay, just a bunch of guys sitting around and, and thinking of uh, prop ideas and, and reasoning on why Chris Stapleton's national anthem should be such and such a length. Dave, is there, when you all sit around and, and try to come up with the best product for this particular game in this situation, does does any prop, does somebody sit there and have a gavel and veto uh, a potential suggested prop as well because I could just with all of the stuff and I, I mean I've looked at a bunch of the stuff you all have available. At, at, there's so much that is up there. Is there somebody that has the hammer and says, you know what? I don't like that prop. We're not gonna we're not gonna put that up. Does anybody ever veto a potential prop that that is suggested? Yeah, a couple. There's there's probably you know there's a bunch of we have a good marketing team that comes up with the ideas and they, everybody just sends a bunch of ideas and then. They, Three of us are like go over them and, and uh, you know, if, if something's a little bit too out there or whatever, you know, it's it's if two or th- two to three of us say no, then we just don't do it. So it wouldn't say one person, but three of us have a quick discussion. And, and we do this all year. We come up with crazy props all year, not just for a Super Bowl, but everything. So so we have a pretty good um machine in place on how we deal with this stuff with the proliferation of states here in the u.s allowing and regulating legalized gambling sports gambling what have you and we've had this discussion a million times about how slow maryland was uh which is in our listening area uh to um get sports game how has that affected shaped what you guys at bet online do because quite honestly I'll just tell you this, Dave. The the reason why I originally went with Bet Online, a sponsor of my podcast at, at one point, but also because I could go anywhere. I could be in D.C. I could be in Maryland. Right. I could be in Virginia. I could be in my house. I could be on the bathroom, uh, on the toilet. I could be anywhere, and I could put a bet down, and I didn't have to deal with the same regulation. So how is that, I guess, competition slash marriage all shaped out what you all do? Yeah, it's been it's been great for us. Um, it's it, you know more more people are betting now. You know, you, you turn on the, any radio sports radio station or sports channel on the TV, and that's all people are talking about. You yeah. know, that's kind of I've I've always rolled my eyes over the years. I've been doing this for almost twenty years now, and this the hypocrisy. You know, everybody I, everybody's doing it. everybody's putting some money on the game. Not everybody, but it's so many of us, right? And and. Yeah, you know, Europeans have been doing it forever, and and this the hypocrisy, and and the leagues didn't want it. Then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's it, it's getting regulated more, and uh, and everybody's seeing all the money, and now all the leagues embrace it. But no, more people are doing it. More people, are, it's not taboo anymore, right? It used to be mm-hmm. taboo. Like, oh my God, you're betting on the game, and you had to be hush hush, and it's not taboo anymore. It's like okay, you know, it's entertainment. Some people want to go climb the mountain for entertainment i i don't see it I, i'm not going to go climb a dang mountain i'm not going to risk <laughs> falling on my head but i want to put 25 bucks on right. the night's game so you know what i mean some you know so all the whatever. competition are- and the legalized sports gambling and, and the ease of it quite honestly uh hasn't hurt you guys it's actually helped you mm. because there's so much extra attention on it yeah, that, and we're an established brand. I mean, we, we've we been there, done that. You know, I, I see some of the, um, 
the growing pains that some of these newer books are having is like, yeah, we, we, we went through the same growing pains mm-hmm. 12 years ago. I remember when that ha- same dang thing happened to us in 2010. And, you know, so we've learned from our, you know, mistakes and, and we've learned how to do things the right way. We, we know that paying out players fast is more important than anything. Three years ago, you know, books, people think, Books slow pay people for a reason, you know, take take forever to get their winnings for a reason. It, it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, measures we have to look at in our back end to make sure everything's up and up on these payouts. So but we we've improved those we've improved those processes where if you're using cryptocurrency, I mean, you're getting paid out in minutes, whereas other books, it's days or, or, or sometimes longer. So, mm. you know, all these other books will learn that, that, you know, that, that that's that's a reputation. If you were using a corner bookie or something online or going to Las Vegas, them paying you out is more important. That's that's about reputation right there. So so we, we've, you know, invested. We used to be payouts worked, you know, kind of banking hours and Monday through Friday, nine to five. And like, no, 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 no. Well, we're doing it 24 seven. They're working at 3 a.m. They're going to be working overdrive after this Super Bowl. Whoever wins and they want to get paid out, they're going to be getting paid out fast. Dave, appreciate some time this morning. All the best uh, to you and your team, uh, which should be obviously a great weekend. And even impressive to note, that CFL futures are already up at oh, Bet Online. You're and, speaking Pete's love and language. And my Edmonton Elks are the longest shot on the board at plus sixteen hundred. Dave, Dave, my part, my, <laughs> Dave, my partner loves the Edmonton Elks. One wants to do CFL in Saskatchewan like you wouldn't believe. I mean, just like the more CFL and and whatever else you guys got coming on, give it to my partner because he just loves it. Love it. Love it. Awesome, man. Great. Dave, Dave, appreciate some time today. And, again, best of luck to you and your team uh, this weekend. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Travis. Take care, guys. You got Um, it. Just while we were talking to Dave. Sportsbook brand manager. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. Just while we were talking to Dave, Mm -hmm. I did $50 on the Eagles. Minus one and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I put down 10 uh, on bet online uh, on Hassan Reddick. Sacks over a half. Over 0.5. I think that's a pretty good prop play. So I'm only going to win six. Do- I'm only. I bet ten. I'm only going to win six. Um, I guess it was. Uh, let me see. What were the odds there? I, uh, um, minus one sixty-seven on Hassan Reddick. I, I mean, like I. I think, and that's the over. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I can get under, meaning no sacks, under zero point five. For plus one twenty seven, I didn't. Even though I generally try and bet props that give me plus odds, I also have to be realistic. I, going against Andrew Wiley for the most part, uh, the right tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs, and Hassan Reddick almost always lining up off that left edge. It's just hard for me to see Hassan Reddick not getting a sack in this game. So I ju- I took the minus odds, which is not. Again, minus one sixty-seven, not a very good payout. But it's almost like I can't imagine we go sixty minutes of a football game and Hassan Reddick gets shut out, right? Yeah, I mean well, that's it, pretty look, good safe prop. I mean, bet. And again, you're you're banking on the fact that certainly Mahomes is going to be more mobile. He's going to be a little bit better with two weeks of treatment, mm-hmm. but. You're probably still not going to have the 100% Patrick Mahomes with that elastic Correct. escapability um, that he has. 
uh, to make plays. He'll still be able to make some, but may not necessarily may not necessarily be at his peak, which means there is a better than average chance that that Eagles front's going to be able to get home at least once or twice yes. during the course of this game. Plus, he if if a if a quarterback is going to roll out and move around, they're more likely to roll out and move around to their throwing side, right? Patrick Mahomes, of course, being a right-handed throwing quarterback, he's more likely to run into the left side of the Eagles' defense slash the right side of the Chiefs' offensive line. And that's why I said the key matchup to me is Reddick versus Wiley, the right. To, now, of course, they'll chip him with uh, a tight end and all that. So I, I got all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, if there is a match, if there is like one X and O matchup that I think you can really feel good about, even though the odds are not in your favorite, again, every book is going to have a different prop, a different number. I, again, I just got it one, minus one sixty seven over a set, over a half a sack. Again, it's not like one and a half sacks. Like if it was one and a half sacks, you'd get much better odds because that's much harder to do. Over a half sack for Hassan Reddick, even if Mahomes is feeling better, it's almost like stealing candy from a baby. I mean, it's just like it's one of the it's one of those props that I just looked at all week and I, I should have probably done it earlier. Maybe I would have gotten better. It's just one of those things that I thought of said I, I again, like even if I don't get great odds, I'm going to win the bet. I think one of the things I like, too, is over three and a half total field goals in the game. Glendale's a good environment to Ooh, kick. Good one. Two great kickers. Butker and Elliott are both very good. So I think I think we could get over three and a half in this at plus 130 uh, in the, the course of this game. Because I, I, I think points. I think I know both coaches will gamble. They both like touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in a game like this where it's winner take all, you know, winner go home points matter. And when you can get points in this game, I think putting them on the board is going to be important. And I think because of the faith in both kickers, you get over three and a half uh, during the course of this game. Uh, I just took James Bradbury over a half an interception. So one interception, uh, I just put down $5 uh, at plus 550 for one interception. That's good value. Plus 550 is fair value. And I thought if they were going to target anyone – it would be Bradbury more than Slay. But Bradbury's had a really good year as well. By the way, a free agent again. Yeah. Uh, again, the connection between he and Ron Rivera it did not work last year. Bradbury really didn't want to come here. I didn't think it was a good fit. They they continue to play more, more and more and more and more. I don't have all the numbers, but they play 70-ish percent zone, which is even higher than it used to be. Uh, and again, a lot of it is that match zone that Logan Paulson talks about all the time. Bradbury could be that. Now he's going to get paid. That's the problem. He's going to get paid a lot, especially if they win and especially if he balls out on Sunday night. Uh, but I think that's a good prop, too. I mean, I'm o- I'm probably going to overload on the Eagles on prop bets, Pete, because I think the Eagles are going to win. Is it possible in your mind? And this is the other one, because there's tremendous value with almost any other position. Is it possible that the MVP of this game comes from anywhere other than the quarterback position? It's possible. It's unlikely, but if Devontae Smith, for argument's sake, has three touchdown catches, now obviously Jalen Hurts is going to have those touchdown passes, you would think, unless they do a Philly special. But, I mean, it would take a astronomical-type performance. It would take Hassan Reddick to have three or four sacks in order for him to win the Super Bowl MVP as long as Jalen Hurts has a reasonably 
you know, good game. Now, if Jalen Hurts somehow is, you know, only throws for a buck fifty and only runs for twenty eight there, yards, there's no and, value in the quarterback prop here. The position right, uh, of the position, right. it's minus six sixty seven. Right, right. Okay. I mean, you're better. You're better off. You're better off betting smaller and taking a flyer on some of those guys that you might think might think could have Kelsey. A, yes, plus nine hundred. Absolutely. Um, one of, but like you said. Reddick, somebody like that. Yeah. Defensive lineman is plus twenty five hundred. Yeah. See, that's where I would go because again, if you're going to go with a wide receiver like I mentioned, Devontae Smith or Kelsey, like you said, it's in all likelihood you you're going to get the quarterback getting the throwing the touchdown pass, which is going to boost their status. Now, you want to give me uh, Isaiah Pacheco, which I'm about to put down a prop bet on Isaiah Pacheco. You want to give me. Um, you know, uh, Kenny Gainwell, who has had a really nice postseason, who you've loved from day one, uh, coming out of Memphis, because they can run it in. Mm-hmm. They so so that's what you want. If you're looking at an MVP prop, you have to look at guys that can affect the game without the quarterback per se benefiting them. Meaning, not a wide receiver, but a running back, not a. Um, if you want to go on defense, an edge pass rusher, again, a Hassan Reddick type, or a cornerback who can pick off a pass or two, or, you know, maybe have a pick six, that type of thing. Slay. Yeah. But I went Bradbury because mm-hmm. I'm thinking in well, my better mind. better value. Yeah. Better value with right. Bradbury. Also, I mean, uh, Chris Jones, who's yeah. played very oh, good football. Chris Jones, a perfect Over example. the last month, uh, another guy that could easily, um, you know, give you plus 2,500 value in that defensive lineman category. It's I, fascinating. I worry a little bit about the Kansas City pass rush, though, in this game against sure, that Philadelphia absolutely. Eagles. I, I, don't, I mean, I, look, you could say that for both. I think yeah. we have, this is one of those rare occasions where we have great offensive lines, yeah, great defensive lines, and I think that's going to be a fascinating part of this matchup. Yep. I really do. 301-230-0980. Second half of the show, Super Bowl. Who do you like and why? Don't just say, oh, I like the Chiefs. No, I need to know why. Okay, we need to know why. Give us something. Give us a nugget. Okay, give us a nugget as to why you think somebody's going to win the Super Bowl. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty plus. Chris and I will discuss the award winners that we talked about in the trending. Agree or disagree on some of them? I thought it pretty much went to form last night for the most part. We'll talk about that next. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Get on the phones now on the Team Nine Eighty streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Halfway home on a Friday morning. Super Bowl is upon us Sunday. You know, there was a time, believe it or not, where this game actually kicked off at like four in the afternoon. (laughs) And it was, you know, it's still not bad at 630. You're still done by 10, 1030 with all the halftime show and uh, all the other stuff that goes into it with all the extra long commercial breaks and everything. The people paying $7 million. Imagine having a budget big enough that you can afford to plump down $7 million on a 30-second spot. And that's why we were talking with Lorenzo Reyes yesterday from USA Today and, you know, their ad meter. I mean, if you're imagine you spend $7 million on an ad and say you come in at the bottom of that ad meter on Monday morning, you're going to have some marketing heads that get rolled uh, coming up on Sunday. Because in addition to the game itself, the other big story is the commercials. Oh. Uh, during the course of the game. Yes. You know, that's what the casual fan wants to know. I mean, the casual fans not going to break down the game like you and I. Okay? They're not going to wonder why, you know, Isaiah Pacheco only got one carry in the first half or something like that um, while the pass rush was getting to Patrick Mahomes and, and everything. You know, they, they want to know, you know, what's coming up on the Doritos commercial or the car commercial or whatever. And trying to figure out, as always, commercials for businesses you've never heard of that all of yeah. a sudden show up on the Super Bowl and go like, and you walk away from What's the that? commercial going, what product are they? Because to me, that is the biggest thing. If I'm have, if I have an ad, you have to leave my ad. My ad has to leave you knowing exactly what my product is. You can't have this feeling of, boy, that was really weird. And well, what product was that? You know, to me, you've got to sh- you've got to sell people on the quality of your product. 
uh, this week if you're paying $7 million for a 30-second ad. All right, you being you. Mm-hmm. You're, it's usually what I try to do. Right. Um, it's a good thing. Um, do you, when you're watching the Super Bowl, assuming that you're not working, doing another job or whatever, are you going to watch? free to go Sunday. Okay. Are you going to sit there and focus and, and hone in on the, on the commercials like you're just talking about the Super Bowl ad meter and, and most of the casual fans? Or do you find yourself, and, and because the reason why I ask this is I find myself just the opposite. I have to focus in on the game and the X's and O's and thinking about, okay, well, why did they do that? Why didn't they do that? Why did this happen? Why did that not happen? Even if it's, again, two games I don't, two teams I don't have necessarily a rooting interest in, because of what we do, do you find yourself using the commercials as how I do it, which is time to let my brain take a like a, a break and, and or walk away and get something to eat, drink, pee, whatever? Or do you find yourself locked in on those commercials because you know that's what everybody's going to be buzzing about on social media and, like you said, the ad meter and all that stuff, and, and it's going to be a source of conversation? If I was an FM DJ, I would probably pay more attention to the commercials because mm-hmm. that could be part of my show prep for Monday. Right. Um, I, I don't think – 5% of our audience Monday morning will care about the commercials as much as the game. So, I agree. you know, the game is the game to me. Uh, if I see some of the commercials, yeah, you know, maybe I'll, I'll tweet if I see right. something. You know, so you my, don't if force, my daughter, your, if Kelly you don't comes force in yourself says, to sit down no, and, watch, not at all. and watch that. Not now, at all. will you – I don't sense – I've never really watched a game with you per se. I don't sense that you're a up, down, up, down, up, down guy. I mean, I do a show with you every, every day for three hours. I'm in and out of the studio – all day long, you largely stay here. I don't sense that you're a guy that's going to get up for avocado or for guacamole, and uh, and I know you don't drink uh, and and a big red can every other break, right? Like I'm up, I'm going to be up and down constantly. It never changes. It, it, like that's well, the, I mean, the way I am. Our Super Bowl, our Super Bowl, we we go to Brenda's mom and dad's okay. to watch the game. So um, usually, I'm within. 10 steps of food mm. or beverage at Oh, so you all don't times. have to get up that much. Very rarely. Okay. All right. So, I mean, uh, uh, again. I keep it away from me, so I eat less. <laughs> you, Sunday, I'll eat. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's going to happen. I mean, I know. you know, pizza, chips, all what, that stuff. What does uh, Shirley Joyce uh, prepare? Uh, we usually have, like, wings, oysters. Dude, wings are crazy. Crazy expensive now, uh, like not now. They have been since the pan. I well, mean, they were always ex- related, right? Right, now. but they were always Poultry. expensive before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Since the pandemic, wings have like doubled in price. But it's just like, I mean, everything has gone up. But wings have gone from like oh fifteen dollars for I don't know thirteen wings or fourteen wings or fifteen wings to like fifteen dollars for like five wings. If you're having a Super Bowl shindig, too, I mean, mm. if you're the one responsible for the foods, I mean, that's another thing we could bring to the table in the second half of the show here is, is what are what is your Super Bowl party go-to? What's the one thing that if people come to your house, you're selling them on, this is my, and you're damn proud of it. Mm-hmm. What is your what is your meal? What is your go-to uh, party platter or something that you put together that if people come to your house, they're like, yes. I like this. This is great, Bob. You did you did you did great, Suzanne. All right, so last year I had roaming rooster 
oh, deliver wow. a spread, oh, which was dude. unbelievable. That's okay, got, I mean that that's a that's a see. How about this? How about this? And I know you could technically pick them up on Saturdays, but could you imagine what a Chick Fil A oh, would Chick-fil-A. do on a day like that too? Yeah, but see, that's the problem for Chick Fil A. Their platters are great, but it's a Sunday, right? You've got to kind of like the do the heat and serve thing. All right, so I'm going to give you two things. One, I told to Derek Forrest, not the safety of the Washington Commanders. Derek Forrest, the host of DC. Um, uh, uh, News Now and and the sports sports director, mm-hmm. uh, they do a show that we do interviews for every week uh, at eleven o'clock every night. Right, uh, you can find it on like the old DC fifty, and it's called DC News Now. Game night is is the is the name of the show. I told him yesterday, uh, my Super Bowl tradition, and it will be again enacted this week. I should have done it for you guys. This morning, but I, I I just I was up too late, not enough sleep, got out of bed late, whatever. Chili cream cheese dip. Mm. So what you do is you take a couple of bricks of you know Philadelphia cream cheese if you can get that, but it doesn't have to be. I'm not like a brand name snob. A couple of bricks, <laughs> at least two, three, depending on how many people you're expecting, what have you. Then you take either a can of chili without beans, without beans, or you make up your own chili meat. Again, ground turkey, ground beef, however you like it, chili seasoning or a chili sauce or what have you. And then you put the meat on top of the cream cheese. And then you put a bountiful, and I mean a bountiful amount, of Mexican shredded cheese. And then you Slam it in the oven for about 25 minutes at about 325 until it gets bubbly and gooey and all melty. And then you serve it. And it's the cream cheese and the lusciousness of cream cheese. The the meat, again, beans are just, beans just take up space and make you fart more. Beans have no <laughs> other purpose other than that. Okay, so anybody that thinks beans that ran around going beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. So eat your beans with every meal. Anybody that thinks beans are a necessary ingredient, you're doing it wrong. You're doing life wrong. Okay, they're fine. They're okay. I'm not anti-bean. They just have no real purpose. Okay, other than to make your gas worse. Okay. You put the meat, the chili, the the chili meat, the cream cheese, and the Mexican Ooh. cheese, and then you put a little cilantro over it, or if you have Italian parsley or whatever, uh, with like. Um, and the best thing to serve them with are the, you know, the round size uh, tortilla chips, the bite size round mm-hmm. tortilla chips, or some people like the scoops. I'm not a big scoops fan because they're so kind of like sharp that they rip up like the roof of my mouth. You can do that because then you can scoop the dip up into the scoop, into the chip. I'm telling you, man, you are not like Grant Paulson runs around talking about hell of a good onion friend. The, not the worst. It's good. It's fine. It is the, it, it, it is like, there's that, which is like, I don't know. Uh, in football parlance, it would be like, Nah, I can't come up with a good – in baseball, it would be like a single-A, short-A season league team, okay? The Carolina Stingrays versus a 
AAA powerhouse. If 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 you kind of understand where I'm getting, at. like there there's all sorts of dips. People can do seven layer dip, this that and the other. Trust me on this. Trust me. And Jeff sent Jeff and Vienna sent one from Skyline Chili. Now I didn't like that one as much because it had beans, it had jalapenos. This isn't like put your mouth on fire, Pedro. This is put your tummy in such a golden place that you are just going to think, oh my god, I've died and gone to heaven. Chili. Cream cheese dip. If anybody needs the recipe instructions, well, I don't have an exact. Re- I don't do. I don't cook anything with recipes. Screw that. I do it all by feel. But I got you covered. I'll uh, I- I'll help you out. Just tweet me. Speaking of Jeff in Vienna, let's go to oh, Jeff in Vienna hi. online too. What's up, Jeff? Je- oh wait, 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 wait. There's Russell's got to find the right there's mouse. Fourteen different mouses around here. That would be probably mice. from the Hoffman experience. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? You can't just have any chili. Now, I hate cream cheese, so I don't eat Skyline dip. Mm. But if I if I take Skyline dip to a Super Bowl party or any other shindig, the only thing I ever take that gets more applause is Grater's ice cream. Well, I mean, there, there's reasons for that. There's reasons for that. No, no doubt about yeah. it. So wait, you don't eat. So wait, you don't eat cream cheese. So the the Skyline the Skyline recipe that you sent me. Yesterday, that does have cream cheese. I can't remember. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My mom used to make one style of cheesecake, which was the only style of cheesecake I could eat because Mm. it was super flat and it wasn't loaded with a million pounds of cream cheese. So, uh, but hey, Pete, before we get on to the the Super Bowl stuff, I want to hear your comment on Oklahoma and Texas paying $100 million to get out of the Big 12. Uh, they they did because they can. <laughs> I mean, they 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 have the wherewithal financially, but more importantly, the biggest hang up was Fox and ESPN coming to an agreement uh, because the TV partners were still uh, needed to make whole uh, in that situation. So they came to an agreement. I think Fox is going to get Fox is going to get first choice on the football, and I think ESPN gets first choice on the basketball games. Um, involving those teams or the Big 12, something like that, uh, going forward. So they, they uh, cooler heads were eventually going to prevail. Uh, there's there was no doubt in my mind that it was going to get done at some point. But it all, as always, it comes down to money. And you know, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma, two of the biggest brands in the game. Texas has Texas has unlimited funds. I'm not to say I'm not saying Oklahoma does, but Texas has unlimited funds. So it, it's not a surprise to me that they're able to get out of it. What's surprising to me is that the Big 12 now is looking at potentially San Diego State and SMU to fill it. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, $50 million to each of those places is like couch cushion money to you and So, um, you know, I mean, that, 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 I mean, the thing is, the thing is, all this stuff is triggered. With USC and UCLA leaving, that now makes the Pac-12 look at San Diego State and SMU. The Big 12 looked at the American and took three of their teams plus BYU. So with all of these moving parts now, some leagues are getting stronger, and infinitely other leagues are not going to be as strong. I mean, again, I I go back to what Marshan and John Oren were talking about on their podcast this week. The Pac-12's media rights right now are around 250, 250 million, if that, and the other two, the two big ones, are going for 700 plus. Well, because you don't have the Los Angeles market anymore, Yeah, how do you right? compete with that? Right. How do you compete with that? You're replacing right. USC and UCLA potentially with San Diego State and SMU, which is the Dallas market, right. but 
that nobody goes to SMU's games. I talk about it all the time. They've even had good teams over the last couple of years. We've played there. It's a nice little stadium, but nobody's there in the Dallas yeah. market. So, and now yeah. the TCU is TCU's getting bigger. You know that just dwarfs SMU uh, that more. much more in that yeah. market. So, yeah, and I back back to the NFL. I thought on last night. You're right. Zach Thomas is absolutely the hall of slightly above average. Um, happy that Ken Riley got in. And very cool league to pull together all those first responders for Demar Hamlin and get them up on stage. That 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 was really a nice. A so nice we confirm that Demar Hamlin hey, is. I was going to say, how about that? Demar Hamlin's alive. Yeah, I, I was going to. I, I was going to say, can we put that? Can we put that conspiracy theory to bed now? Um, I know people who work at the UC Medical Center. I've known he's been alive since the day after that football game. So, but I'm obviously. Not rooting for or betting on the Chiefs. Uh, I got some props on Gainwell on receiving yards. Uh, Kelsey, anytime touchdown, seems almost too obvious. Um, I think I like the under. And, you know, just so different. Last year at this time I was in L.A. starting to think about getting ready for the game. And it's, it's, it makes a difference when that happens to you once. When your team is involved, yeah. No doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, innocent bystander on Sunday. That's okay. Enjoy the game, guys. That's okay. Enjoy Appreciate the game, you. too. Absolutely. We'll be here to wrap it all up on Monday. Um, listen, it's okay if – I I don't know what I – I mean, again, we watch the game from a different perspective anyway, but if the commanders were in an, in the Super Bowl, you know, like there is no – you know, there is no like sit back and relax and 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 eat and, and drink and be merry and, and – and, whatever and and just you know kind of i mean that that is hard like serious stuff right i mean or if your favorite team is in it and you're living and dying with every single snap you know i mean obviously not neither one of us is a chiefs or an eagles fan and i don't bet enough to go oh my god oh like i'm i'm, I'm screwed if they if if they don't win i mean i, I just bet 50 dollars whatever 50 dollars is nothing you know, I mean, all things considered, and it's not like I, I dismiss anybody that $50 is something too, but I mean, it's not, it's not like I'm betting $5,000. If I was betting $5,000, it'd probably be a little bit yeah, of a I mean, different I was gonna say, feeling people, on Super Sunday. People live and die on that. I mean, e- even in college basketball every night now, I mean, I watch people literally self-destruct on Twitter over a call late in a game or a replay that gets turned over. It's... It, it there's there is some entertainment in that to me. At the same time, I understand that person may have just lost a significant amount of money as well uh, on top of it. So I feel bad for them from I that standpoint. I say it's their fault. Oh, it's definitely their fault. There's no doubt about that. But um, I, I I just I find it funny uh, and fascinating how that happens almost every night. Uh, watching people self destruct on Twitter when a game flips literally in the blink. Of an eye. Like right now, Rooster has a look at what's trending. All right, we found out last night the class of 2023 heading to Canton and the Pro Football Hall of Fame, headlined by Joe Thomas, former Cleveland Brown tackle, Darrell Revis. Anybody hanging out on Revis Island these days? Of course, starred with the New York Jets and then some other teams. Rondé Barber gets in Zach Thomas and Demarcus Ware, a couple of senior uh, committee contributions and names getting in. Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, uh, Don Coriel, and Ken 
Riley, as we just talked about with Jeff in Vienna. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes once again wins NFL MVP as voted on by the AP panel. Brian Dable of the New York Giants, the AP coach of the year, Geno Smith of the Seahawks, the comeback player of the year, Justin Jefferson and Nick Bosa, win offensive and defensive players of the year. And of course, Ron Rivera officially presented with the Salute to Service Award from USAA, Dak Prescott stealing the show at the end, along with DeMar Hamlin earlier, but Prescott winning the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. Wizards off tonight. They'll return to the court tomorrow. Caps finally back at it tomorrow against the Boston Bruins as they get the second half of their season underway after a long bye week and all-star break, and that's what's trending. All right, approaching 11 o'clock, 301 I've made it clear I like the Eagles, minus the one and a half. I'll take them at that, whatever the odds ultimately wind up being. I'll just lock it in there. I like, for MVP, that's where I get a little, a, a, a little dicey, but I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, a little bit of a flyer here. Not a Philadelphia Flyer, and uh, and say Hassan Reddick is going to somehow win this bad boy. That's where I'm going to go. The media, the media find look. Th- if that's the case, Chris, then that means this has to be a dominant Philadelphia win, like something along the lines of twenty four nine. Uh, 31-9, kind of what happened to Mahomes a couple of years ago against Tampa. What if it's 17-14 and the defense for where the Eagles just could, you know, just yeah, dominates and, and Jalen Hurts' numbers are somewhat pedestrian? But Right, you, but I, I'm saying you've got to have something like that that gets the assembled media mm-hmm. that votes on this thing because you still have a handful of the best media there, but you have a handful of jabronis there. As well, do the jabronis though f- vote for this? I don't know who actually does the vote. You know, like I know it's the media that does the Super Bowl MVP voting. I was but like, do how jabronis many get involved in that? I that I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, um, I, I, I don't I, know who exactly. Do, like, like the winners hard. of the awards last night. If you are, look at any like in this case, any bowl game, mm-hmm. any Super Bowl, it's hard to get the media off the quarterback's jock yeah, in a game like absolutely. this. But you're right, to your point. Maybe it has to be a low-scoring 17-14 type affair where Mahomes throws for like 210 or Hurts throws for 185, uh, but Philadelphia runs it for like a buck 85 with a combination of Sanders and Gainwell and Boston Scott and the 900 people that they seemingly have available uh, in their backfield. So, you know, I mean, as much as I like the value on a couple of the other positions, um, for tight end is plus 900. But that would have to be Kelsey. I don't see, you know, Goddard doing enough where the media would go, oh, yeah, Dallas Goddard, you're the man. You're the MVP. So if it's the tight end that's an MVP, I think it would have to be Kelsey, which would go against my pick for the game, which is Philadelphia uh, in the contest. So um, if there's somebody other than Hurts, I think maybe it could be A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown catches a couple of deep balls in this game. Uh, Maybe that's good enough 
uh, to get some votes toward him Again, uh, for an MVP my, spot. My problem is, is like usually, I just now, can't. Now, I can't bet on the quarterback at minus six sixty seven. Right. Well, you're right from a from a betting perspective, it's it's wrong. But my my problem all along has been again, if a wide receiver is going to win it. The quarterback is going to benefit too in almost every case, right. unless the wide receiver is again throwing a trick pass, unless the wide receiver is taking an eye can't uh, slam a, a pattern. Jet, and then... uh, well, but even like a jet sweep handoff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, need we forget Cooper Cup won the MVP last week, uh, last year. Not not Matt Stafford. Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so, I mean it's not impossible. It's not impossible that it could be a right. a, a Kelsey or a Brown, maybe even a Smith. Right. Uh, so, for for Philadelphia. So here's the deal. I, I looked this up, uh, and this is from Pro Football Talk last year. The NFL currently handpicks 16 media members to vote on the Super Bowl MVP awards. Each voter getting casting a single all or nothing ballot. Fan voting ugh, through NFL.com ultimately <laughs> counts as four Stop. additional votes, with first place votes counting as two and a half votes, second place one vote, third place 0.5 votes. Fans the fans, are, therefore, consist of 20% of the total voting, which is about 20% more than fans should be allowed to fans count. Fans are important to our show, and you just basically threw up on them. You went, you just spit out. You're they, like, yeah, get out of your face. They're important to our show when, <laughs> yes, they're important. I'm, I'm going to. Don't qualify because uh, if you qualify, uh, then it's going to make you look even worse. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, yes, they're important to their show, to this show. I wouldn't want any of you to vote on anything. Nothing. Especially all you crazy people that attack me like a bunch of pit bulls. They did the voting for all of the key awards last night. We'll go over that list and see if you disagree at all. By the way, with Maryland, Kansas, Ohio, and Massachusetts having launched their online betting uh, this year, sports bettors for the Super Bowl will be up 61% from last year. It's amazing. A record 50.4 million adults in the United States, roughly 20% of the population, are expected to bet approximately $16 billion on Super Bowl 57. The award winners, were there any surprises? We'll talk about it next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.